all right everyone again i hope you guys are having a great sunday so far um hope everyone had a great service today too so i do have some words of encouragement for you guys um the topic for today is harden not your heart so to harden your heart means to stop having kind or friendly feelings for someone or to stop caring about something or a situation it could be after a bad breakup it could be after a disagreement with a close friend it could be a traumatic event that happened it could really be anything from something so small and simple to something so big so i'm just going to share my personal experience of a hardened heart um and it's gonna get really deep and personal just warning y'all so when i was about seven or eight i was molested um my oldest sister and i and it happened more than once like multiple times we were told by him, of course, to not tell anyone. The guy was in his teens, and we knew him. Our family knew him. So while my mom and stepdad were working, my siblings and I would go to my stepdad's mom's house, and that's where it would happen. My sister and I weren't going to say anything, but my grandmother would always check us and make sure you know everything looked normal um i didn't have marks on me but my sister did so my grandmother asked her had anyone touched her inappropriately and my sister would keep saying no so i was the emotional crybaby so once my grandmother started asking me because she didn't believe my sister i started crying I started crying because I knew what had happened to us was wrong. I started crying because I was hurt. I started crying because I knew my grandmother would be highly upset about it. And I started crying because I thought I would get in trouble by him for telling. So I wasn't answering my grandmother. I was just crying. So because I wasn't answering, she knew how to get me to answer. She picked up the house phone and said, answer me or I'm calling the police and at that time i was extremely terrified of police and i did not like them i didn't like them because i saw my family um in and out of jail so once my grandmother said she was calling the police i told her what had happened and who did it she still called him called my stepdad called my mom called our family and and also the police. After that, I'm not exactly sure what happened. My sister and I just never went back. It was like a blur. Um, so once I turned 11, my dad and stepmom, who I call mom, they got custody of me and I moved to Somerville, South Carolina. I didn't know they were trying to get custody of me. So when it happened, it caught me off guard. So I cried. I cried because I didn't want to leave my siblings, my grandparents, my mom, or my stepdad. I started to cry. I started to cry and act crazy. And um, locked myself in the bathroom <laughs> because I began to have flashbacks. Flashbacks of people coming to get me and my oldest sister. We were put in a foster home for a few weeks and we didn't know the people at all. They treated us horrible. 
So I was freaking out because of everything that happened in the past. Um, and I wanted to stay with my grandmother so she could protect me. My dad and stepmom weren't hurting me. They were actually helping helping me but in my 11 year old and childish mind that didn't know any better they were hurting me um and in my hurt and fearful heart I just knew everything was getting worse um but everything was, was actually getting better it just had to get a little worse before it got a little better um I was in church all my life and got to know and learn about God thanks to my dad and stepmom. But once I got to know and learn more about him is when things started to get worse and I went through a huge stage of being rebellious. I kept hearing how God is with us wherever we are. He will always protect us and keep us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. He will be with us until the end of time. One day, I actually soaked that all in and let it sit for a minute, and I remember this day like it was yesterday. I was in my room, and I began to cry silently, trying to catch my breath without making noises for anyone to hear me. I wasn't I wasn't praying, but I started to talk out loud to God, and I questioned him, like, why weren't you there? Why did you allow that to happen? Why did you allow me to see my family members get arrested? Where were you when I was going through feelings of abandonment? Where were you when I needed comfort? There's no way all of what they are saying and teaching about you is true. And I just kept crying until I cried myself to sleep. So, I'm not sure how long after that, but I had gotten in trouble for some message I messaged to a boy on Facebook. But I can't remember what made me say it but I told my dad and stepmom that I was molested and I cried and my stepmom got up and hugged me with tears and said I knew it my dad hugged me and cried as well and was saying sorry and I'm sure he was apologizing because he wasn't there to do anything about it which that wasn't his fault Um, But after all the tears, my dad called the police department, I believe, and asked them if the guy was in the system. They told him yes, but only for my sister because she had marks on her and I didn't. After that, I felt like he got away with doing it to me. So I began to question God again, like, wow, now I don't even matter. You looked out for my sister. Great. Cool. I appreciate that thank you but what about me too what happened after that I didn't want to talk to God anymore I hardened my heart towards him towards my grandmother and my mom and stepdad for allowing and settling with him only getting in trouble for my sister and not the both of us I already felt like everyone cared more about her than me because I had my dad and she didn't so this news just made it worse I also, of course, had an unforgiving and hardened heart towards the guy, too. So every time I would visit that side of the family, I would shut down unless my brother or little sister was around. Um, There was one day where it hit me really hard, though, because my brother and little sister weren't there. 
And when I came back home to Somerville, I was very relieved, but I was discovering for the first time that I was really broken. Not too long after that, we had a revival or a concert. I can't remember which one, but we have one of those at my dad's church. It was right before I started my 12th grade year in high school. After service, I found myself tearing for the Holy Ghost along with others. Um, I remember wanting to give up. I remember stopping and just thinking, I'll try again another time because every time I do this, nothing happens. Um, Because once again, you're not here, God, when they said you'd always be. As soon as I thought those thoughts, I heard, I am. You just have to open your heart and let me. And I started sobbing. Then a scripture came across my mind. Psalms 95, 7 through 8. It says, for he is our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart. Um, Once I began to open my heart and ask God for forgiveness, he began to deal with me heavily. Not too long after that, my best friend, she was tearing that same night, but received it from she received the gift of the Holy Ghost before me and was prophesying. Um, so she came over to me and she said, you have to let it go. The hurt, forgive them, forgive him, let it go. And as soon as she said that is when I forgave within my heart and started speaking in tongues, which the Holy Ghost gave me. So I'm saying all of this to say I know it gets rough and you may feel alone. Um, I still go through things like that too. But remember, God is always there. You just have to let him so he can deal with that brokenness, so he can deal with that hurt, so he can deal with that unforgiving heart, so he can deal with that feeling of abandonment, so he can deal with that fear, so he can um, deal with that stress and anxiety, so he can deal with that guilt so he can deal with that loneliness um and so he can deal with anything that's not like him and make you his masterpiece and you may feel shame or guilt when it's time to share your story because if y'all know how long it took me to share this story my first time sharing it in public was at a women's event um and it was extremely hard so um with that being said you may feel shame or guilt or worry when it's time to share your story but I was reminded by a wise and loving sister of mine she said, there's no reason to have shame about anything you've experienced this far in life because you already know that God had to have allowed it. It was with purpose and our purpose is never about us. It's about God revealing who he is through us for ourselves and others. So someone needs to hear it. And so I had to remind myself of what she said 
in order for me to do this podcast because I I just wasn't going to do it, y'all. But after all, Revelation 12 and 11 says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. So we're saying goodbye, fear, goodbye, guilt, goodbye, shame, and hello to purpose, power, and grace. Dear Lord, thank you for this day that we have not ever seen. Thank you for protecting us. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Continue to encourage us, help us to draw closer to you, God. Build our relationship with you, Lord. Give us the strength to endure every trial or tribulation that may come our way. Help us to know that our purpose is never about us. Help us to share our testimonies so that it may help others. And God, take away the fear, take away the guilt, take away the shame. And let us know that we are your masterpiece. And the enemy will never get the victory when it comes to your children. We ask that as we go through this week, God, that you surround us with your peace and your love and your joy. Help us to show your love to others. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.